0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle king zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King.
1: Grootste iedereen. Welkom bij onze transfer deadline day Royal Blue podcast special. Het is me Greg met Phil Bride, Scotty en Big Gav Buckland. En, um, well, I'm going to surprise you here. It's half four and there's not much happening. It was ever thus, Everton, deadline day. Um, we probably expect most of the, uh, of the business, if there is going to be any, to be last minute. But who knows, everyone, if anyone claims that they're going to be 100% right on anything to do transfers today, journalist, ITK, punter, then they're lying because it really is the day when it can confound all your, your preconceptions about transfers and um, it really can have you chasing the tail. Well, Phil, in that spirit... There's kind of a few names that almost become accepted that Everton are in, are in for today. Let's start with the main one, who I think we can all agree is a genuine. You know, there's been interest. Manolo, Gabbiadini of Napoli. Where's that up to, and what, what's going on there? Um,
2: well, as we sit here, as you say, half four-ish. Um, my information is that it remains a stalled deal, um, as I reported overnight, and you might have seen in today's this morning's paper. Um, Everton had grown frustrated with Napoli um, over their lack of, you know, the fact that they were they were refusing to sanction the deal and holding on and holding on. And I think Everton were like, "Well, if you, if you're not going to give us a decision, yes or no, we're just going to make the decision for you." Now, that may be a bit of posturing, it may be a bit of tactical yeah. negotiating, but obviously, with less than seven hours until the deadline, it's you would, have, you know, at this stage, and I stress at this stage, not looking particularly. Likely. Things change, though, as you said at the top of the piece, you know, it's we could we could leave this room and Gabbiadini could be back mm-hmm. on, you know, it's one of those. But as I said, last time I checked, uh, with my contacts, it was nothing had changed, nothing had moved, there remained an impasse, if you like, in negotiations, which is highly frustrating because it was a player that the club's hierarchy discussed and after missing out on Lucas Perez Koeman said go and get me yeah. Manolo Gabbiadini.
1: You know what, I wonder if there's a sense Napoli must be a really difficult club to negotiate with because it's not often Chelsea walk away frustrated from a deal but Koulibaly, they became favourites for Koulibaly obviously after we'd been really interested in them and I think they've, they've given up on that. Napoli's just dug the heels in, demanded absolute top dollar for him and if reported to be believed in London they're dead after David Luiz going mm. spending almost well £20 million more on what they got for him. Um, sorry, they're going go to yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. for a player who's twenty nine. You're that little bit older, but uh, so are you disappointed about Gabadini is that one that you really wanted to come off or might still come off. Of well, if,
3: if Napoli were within their rights to, to dig the heels in, aren't they? It's only what Everton were doing to Chelsea during the summer when they gone to Romalo Lukaku. If teams don't want to sell, then they just don't want to sell. Regardless, there's mm. that much money involved in football currently. Then if the football club doesn't want to sell, then so be it. I think Everton have left themselves wide open to a bit of criticism coming into the um, transfer window. If they haven't got a player in by 11pm tonight, then the fans aren't going to be happy. They've been promised £100, £100 million been here before. Yeah, Yes, We spoke yeah. about it all
0: summer. And yet, as we talked about last week, we spent the John Stones money. Yeah, OK. I mean, six hours is a long time in football, isn't it? You know, I think Napoli, athlete think that was like the Celtic ones, didn't they? It? So mm. they've, they've got a pressing need. Um, Would you say is that the area of the pitch that we need to to, yes, to, to center forward hundred percent? Do you think? I,
1: I think definitely need yeah.
0: a backup. You know, a viable backup to Rom, yeah. Because, like, I mean, you've spoken about you've spoken about competition for places and having two two players vying for, for one spot in the team. And you know, in business parlance, like Rom's a single point of failure, isn't he? There's, there is no. There is no back, back up, that well, you would really, say. No. You know, with all due respect to Kone, you he tried a few players there, it doesn't yeah. work. Uh, and if we don't get a forward in, I could actually live with just getting a forward in yes. today. Yeah, I, I think that would, that would be would be. have got just, to get yeah. one. If Ron was to get injured
3: playing for Belgium, we're knackered. We are absolutely knackered. There's no.
1: Yeah, I mean, you spot well, on. Imagine if he got, like, God forbid, a serious knee problem, but ruled him out for six months or something where you and go as it stands, Everton would be absolutely up you know
0: where. You know? Yeah. You've got Kona in front then. Yeah. I think um, also it's good for Rome to have competition, isn't it? You know, it's good to have competition yeah. and, and I just think we need it regardless about whether there's an injury aspect is mm-hmm. obviously the tournament, but just actually you know scroll for it. e- twelve games or whatever it is. It's know? not even just the
3: injury, it's the loss of form. We've seen that towards the back end of last season. Yeah. His loss of form was dramatically all-time low for him. Didn't score a goal for the last. from Christmas. Just it's a flat spot, and Everton didn't have no one to replace him. Now we could end up with the same scenario yet again. Everton have to pull something out of the fire by eleven o'clock today. Have to. There's no no two ways about it. If they've got any aspirations of finishing in the top six, they've got to get a sense of. Do cold. you think
1: it's unacceptable to say, um, you know? Wait until January. No, it, do you have all, Sean, i have that all summer. Look, I like completely yeah, agree. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if they can't get the person they want today, do you think they've got to just get anyone, or do you think? No, you can't do that.
2: You can't panic by. This isn't the time to be wasting money. Yes, a lack of a, stri- of a striker today would be the glaring omission in the summer business, which has otherwise been very good. But you can't panic by because what's the point in splashing over the odds and spending too much money on somebody who. The manager doesn't really want... Because that's what it would be, wouldn't it? It would be somebody that doesn't come up to scratch. You write what you say, look, what would happen if Romelu got injured between now and January? Well, you scuppered, aren't you? Know, or you haven't drastically changed the way you play. So, yes, absolutely, they've got to, as a, we, we believe they are, going all out to try and get somebody. But don't panic, by Wait till January.
0: Reassess, re-scout, renegotiate, whatever, and do it in January. Yeah, I, th- I think... All the dealings we've done so far indicates that's not going to happen, isn't Because we have been quite um, precise, haven't we, the yeah. way the way we've gone about our business this 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 window, um, and I, I can't see us doing it just for the sake of it. I mean, we have got you know we have got maybe one or two options where people could fill in, but it, regards to what happens today, it's a major area that we need to to to, to target. Um, I'm just wondering as well, you know. The other thing that concerns me is whether about players actually moving out. Because I know we've been like but I said like We said last week there's two or three players on the periphery, isn't there, Evan? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mentioned McGeedy is one, maybe Cleverly is another. I think I think Lennon as well. And maybe they're the favourite, though I can't see him go. Is, do, do you anticipate anybody moving out? And James McCarthy's been mentioned. That, and
2: I, I wouldn't be surprised to see McGeezy go. It's been clearly made to him that he's got no future. Um, it's interesting, what about McCarthy and Cleverly, isn't it? Because obviously the manager has has gone on record as saying he doesn't want to lose James, you know. But obviously, if, if it, you know push came to shove and they went well, Everton had somebody lined up that could replace him, i.e. Sissoko. Maybe the manager would be more receptive to the idea of of, of allowing James to leave because he's obviously been into the manager and told him he wants to. Um, Cleverly. It's difficult I don't know you know he, he may be asking that question himself you know where do I fit in the managers told the press that as it stands yeah. I could play right back I don't want to play right back I'm am I'm a midfielder you know so yeah I think I think you know there'll be a rush of loans I I anticipate as we as we near 11 o'clock yeah.
1: another name as well obviously moving on from Gabbiadini you've seen Brahimi of Porto Porto um Phil Interesting on this, isn't it?
2: Yeah, um, conflicting reports. I think we've had conflicting information. Um, it's difficult because, as you say, things move on transfer deadline yeah. day, and yeah. you can end up making yourself look silly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's difficult. Um, I certainly don't it doesn't want, appear to be. No, I certainly don't want to stake anything on it as it stands. At this, as it stands, but certainly approaching it with a bit of caution. Um, as I said, my info is at this minute telling me there's not a great deal in it. He um, may have been looked at, but that is kind of as far as it went. But you know, we have to, you know, be respectful to you know, friends of the media who are also reporting this far more strongly than, than we are at this present moment. But as I said, I've not had anything to convince me otherwise at this stage.
1: So is that what we need? A left-footed winger slash forward, you know, of of his ilk? We need back-up forward. I mean, offensively, we need back yeah. There's no two ways around that. I think th- this not really got, a striker in any of, capacity, though. He's not he's... really,
3: but if you can do a job up there, if, if a rom gets injured, so to speak, then... I'm all, I'm all for that. It, the worrying thing for me is that he's it, not going to come cheap. This fella, is he? By all accounts, what about thirty talking? million
1: quid. So thirty million yeah. quid,
3: and we've just been talking about panic buys, haven't we? Well, if we're leaving this until the last day, thirty million quid, yeah. it screams to me as if it's a panic buy. If it should have been done a few days ago, at least. But it screams to me if it's like four, four hours, five hours before
0: the deadline shuts. Yeah, I mean, I think there's not just us in this position at the moment. Do you think as well, I mean, it's been well documented, hasn't it, about the transfer market, about the premium that Premier League clubs are paying, especially yeah. to clubs from about well, two clubs in Europe. And does that m- mean clubs from Europe are now more willing now to let it go right right, right nearer to, to the, I think to they the sent, debt, so, they, so yeah. they know that people will panic buy because they've got the money Mm. If they want to increase at the last minute to do that, yeah. and I think that's part—I think that's part yeah. of the issue—not just for us, for a lot of clubs. Do I think they it?
1: sense that they can really ratchet and squeeze yeah. every
0: last pound out of these British clubs
1: by letting it go right to the wire. Mm. Yeah, I think um, there's no coincidence that you're going to see clubs like Porto, and um, you know, as, as we said earlier as well, Napoli—they'll just go, well, they'll just try and, uh, and string it out until it gets to ten o'clock. Yeah, because the clubs might just blink first and say, "Yeah, all right, you can have the extra £5 million. Yeah,
0: and I think that's definitely part of it, and I think that's why. I mean, to, today has been a lot more busy. Maybe my impression than normal, and I do think that that's part of the The reason is that it's like a lot of the selling clubs are leaving it to the very last minute, knowing that and the, the English clubs are blink first. And obviously, the Euros hasn't helped the
2: situation, has it? Because no. you know, clubs hang on because of that, don't they? You know, you look at somebody like Milik at Ajax. I was told would have been available before the Euros at between eight and ten million. Napoli mm. going to spend twenty eight thirty on him because he scores and has an half decent few games, you know. So that's that's definitely made it m- more difficult for clubs like Everton um, to get their business done. Well,
3: sorry, Greg, sorry, one, no one position that I'm surprised on that we haven't looked into is the goalkeeper situation. We were told last week by Ronald Koeman that he's going to be looking for two, possibly three goalies to challenge each other for the number one. Well, he maintains. He still again, wants another goalkeeper. Again, Stekelenburg looks like our number one. He gets injured, suspended. We're knackered at game with Robles in goal.
1: Yeah, I was going to mention Sissoko, but we'll come back to him. We may as well get into this now. I was going to discuss this. Basically, told the manager said after the Stoke game, I still need another goalie. Yeah, it's six hours or so before the deadline. One hasn't come in. I think. You are right at the start, at the top of the podcast, when you said Everton have left themselves open to, to criticism here, because, you know, forgive Evertonians for being a bit jaded, but we've been here before, but I think this isn't by way of trying to apologise to the club, because it is, it is frustrating, and the fans will be right to be unhappy if they don't do the business. However, I think it's worth bearing in mind, this window as well as presented some new challenges for Everton. Yeah. They've got... On one hand, a brilliant opportunity because they've got more money than they've had, ever had before in the club's history. Uh, and that has helped with your Balassi obviously, Exactly, Balassi day. going to basically eat Koeman out of Southampton against yeah, the will of and Southampton. Big
2: Stevie
1: Walsh. And go one. and get Walsh mm. and so on and so forth. They've gone and got Williams. But, as we've said all summer, they're not the only club we have got a few quid. Yeah. Also, they've got a new structure, you know, unprecedented structure of the club. They've got a director of football. Mm. They've got two new people on the board. Who all of a sudden, are, you know, well, three if you count at Elstone. Obviously, you've got Machi- oh, Machiri's not on the board, board yeah. but you've got, um, got Ryan Stev, Sasha Ryan Stev, and Elstone. You've got Machiri, who might not be on the board, but clearly is someone yeah. who would be a big part of decisions that are made around the club. You've still got Bill Kenwright having a big part in transfers. You've got Cooman, and you've got Steve Walsh. Now, that is a lot of people whose opinion, it's almost to me, Sounds a little bit like an unofficial version of Liverpool's transfer committee. It's not lo- that bad, Sean. Uh, well there's a lot of opinions no, I mean, that float yeah. thrown into the mix. Back in the day, you had two opinions that really counted, yeah. Moyes and Kenwright. Latterly it was maybe Martinez, Kevin Reeves and Kenwright. Yeah. Things have changed a lot and you know, for all the good things that that's going to develop and gonna lead to, which will be infinite, you know, I'm hoping, a stadium, commercial success going forward. Hopefully in future windows things happen more fluidly and yeah. players come in with plenty of time. But I think this might have worked against us a little bit in this window. I totally agree with you. I think bec- it's the nature of what's happened in the
3: summer in regards to when Far Machidi was promising we didn't promise us, but there's moose rounds of hundred million pound board chest and we link with Matter, Witzel, all these players, we want a marquee signing. And, and yet when we look at it with five hours to go before the window, slams shut, yeah. we've spent the money. All we raised was selling John Stones. Yeah. That's all we've
0: done. That's right. But you said we want to mark your signing. You actually said, that's your just supporters?
1: No, no. I think no, there generally was an intent was around, from the club okay. to go and make a signing that made everyone else sit
0: up. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, maybe everybody's just misjudged, misjudged that, you know, the pressures in the market. But I'd, I'd make a point about the goalkeeper. I'm, I'm reasonably comfortable with the goalkeeper situation. I think it's completely different to the to the sti- situation where there is just no alternative to Lukaku certainly in the short term. In, and where it is in in the goalkeeping situation in the short term, there is a an alternative should Stecklenburg get injured. You know, we have got a backup keeper. It may not be to everybody's choice, but he has no, played for. we agree. We agree. But
1: it's Kooman who sat there and said, so, "He's the yeah. keeper." Yeah. From the, you know, did from the they, Lord's
0: mouth? Did he say in this transfer window? No.
2: Well, yeah, because if he, he also said this yeah, week it's going to take him two seasons to get the squad yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, and that's that comes back to the point about what do we do at 9:30 tonight if we still haven't got Gabby Adini or whoever through the door? Do we panic by? It? No, and it's the same for if we haven't got Lamine Kone in, do we panic by for a fourth centre half that he wants? No, we wait four months three and a half months in January and then we go yeah. and, we, and we start we start
3: again I think you'll get away with three centre halves because there's players there that can play yeah. in that position not many can play up front Oh yeah, that's not the, many can yeah, play in yeah, yeah, go I, right. I think Ever, they've got to get the basics right first they have done in the summer but they've got to get that forward for me yeah, more yeah. than anything else because
0: in some respects the first couple of games Hallgate has shown that actually he can play yeah. at the back and he can play right back. Uh, in the short term that's beneficial to us, isn't it really? Because that means you know we've got a cover for Seamus and indeed it could be argued that Seamus is not a cover for Holgate. <laughs> but also you've got another player you yeah. can play centre half to mm-hmm. make you four centre half. So in the short term, his his development has been priceless to us only I know he's a young player he's only played three games but if you turn up like seeing it out till January and looking at things again I think what he's shown three games has removed our immediate uh, need that we thought that we might have in the summer about getting another right back in yeah. and another and a fourth centre-half um, and, but we've let like, Galloway go unknown mm. haven't we as well so there's, mm. there's a couple of players who've gone in from that area who've left, it, left so I think I think it goes back to I start I think if we get a stake in that would be fine for me I'm more interested at this stage of getting the blend of the team right like, and you know, well, getting, the, you know yeah. what, getting them playing the way Ronald wants them to play rather than that yeah. for that matter then let me put this one to you this
1: hasn't gone away all summer for a cl- and for, for a club for me in some sense overburdened if that's a, you know, maybe not the right use but certainly got plenty of central midfielders we continue to be linked with Newcastle, Sissoko. Yeah. Phil?
2: What I would say to that is, um, the manager made a really interesting comment back end of last week, where he said, he addressed that very issue and said, we've got far too many holding midfielders and we haven't got a box-to-box midfielder. Now I would suspect, now he seems to play all over the park, Sissoko doesn't need, but I suspect <laughs> Sissoko may fall into that category of Strong, powerful, up and down the pitch, so could fill that role if that's if that's an avenue. Everton want to want it to sort of explore in the next five six hours. We um, obviously we know there was interest earlier on in the window, and it's kind of the interest has been retained, but well. how strongly it was, you know, for debate really. Um, yeah, they've they've got a glut of holding midfielders: Gibson, Cleverly, obviously Barry and Gay are the, t- are the two. In charge, Low, of course, yeah. coming back from injury. So, Jamesy, yeah, yeah, and Jamesy as well. So, it's unfortunate you know, the previous manager did seem to collect a lot of plays in that position. He obviously felt that was the right thing to do because it's two hugely put up positions in the formation he played, but it's obviously left the manager with a bit of a headache.
3: One thing, Phil, didn't you allude to what Ronald Koeman said? He said you can judge, and he's going to predict, have a goal where Everton were going to finish. At the, at the end mm, of the transfer window. Yeah, yeah, so it'll yeah. be interesting if it stays put as, as where we are. Yeah. And he did say, when went on record, didn't he? Ronald Coomer saying, I'll, I'll um, predict where we're going to finish at the start of um, the season. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see what he says. If, if, if it stays like this, um, we just end up with no forwards
1: to replace Ron to give him a chance. It's going to be interesting to see what he says as well. For it's fortunate Everton aren't, aren't in the Europa League, actually. Because if they do end up going without a replacement for Rom, then I would say then, if they were in, say, something like the Europa League, they would have to, not quite panic by them but they have to just get a body in. But the fact that we're not, you know, with a bit of good luck on the injury front, you can maybe get away till January, but it's just uh, it's frustrating, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, um, I think it goes back to what I was saying before, I think. Some of the players you have been linked with, like the left from Porto, is we've both got too many players behind Rome, haven't we? Mm. You know, that's what you know. So, <laughs> yeah, not only we've mm. got a surface of Holding defensive midfielders, we've got a surface yeah. of wingers come attacking midfielders, haven't we? You know, and I, I just think we've still got an imbalance in, in, in the squad in, in some areas. And, and I know Niasa's name is, is another one who's not mentioned, he's he, you know not a player that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is Dennis Trakwaneci knocking in
1: the box the just to keep for big Denver Phil one who might have just slipped under the radar but obviously mentioned players who've left Shiny tarashai has gone on loan to Eintracht Frankfurt now this is a lad who I've sat stood there in front of Martinez and I'm sure you have as well and he's literally told us this guy was going to be the business You know, he was going to be a top top player mm. it was brilliant that Everton managed to steal a deal for him Loads of big clubs interested. Um, to my mind, he's made two appearances under Cumin pre season or one.
2: I think he played Barnsley Come Barnsley, Barnes? Come on, up, Barnsley, Barnes MK, MK Dons. Dons. I think that was it. Uh, yeah. And he didn't start I'm I'm sure Barnes, he did in Barnsley, did he? Might have
1: done. Yeah, and he's he's seen enough to lower him out
2: for a season. Well, second. I mean, look on the little. I think I think any Evertonian who knows even a little bit about Tarashai, and even has just seen him could tell you straight away that he doesn't fit the Cumin mould for wide attacker, does he? He's not powerful and strong and quick in the Balassi sense or the Morales sense in that respect. You would argue his strengths are, you know, in close quarters, you know, getting half a yard on a defender. I think that's kind of for why Martinez <coughs> had brought him to the club. He saw him as the heir to the Stephen Pinard throne almost. Mm. And obviously that's not really the way Kuban wants to play, so Ronald clearly made his mind up very early on him, didn't he? Because we didn't see him after MK Dons. He had a, an injury, inverted commas. Um, so he didn't go to Dresden, yeah. but then we didn't see him again. He
3: didn't. He didn't kick a ball in the Euros, did he? As well. He come on, a shot did Yeah,
2: you know, he, he was. He's a young lad who's just broken into the national team, hasn't he? So give him the benefit of doubt on that. But doesn't look good. But I think I think that's a further sign of Ronald Koeman kind of making a break from the previous regime, you know, he said to Nias, you can go, McGee you can go, McCarthy's not in the team, Tana, uh, Tarashai you can go on loan for the season, I don't need you, Yeah,
0: you know. Yeah. The other player today is, is the, the lad from uh, Sheffield United, is it Calvert-Lewin, Calvert-Lewin, Calvert. what's the latest on,
2: on uh, that? I think as we speak, hopefully he'll be in Finch Farm or, or um, Broad Green doing his medical, mm-hmm. Um, Everton have gone back in with the second bid today or last night um, after having an initial bid rejected looks like they're going to pay about 1.5 million quid um, product of the Sheffield United Academy talented forward, been selected for England's under-20s so he would be in the same squad this week as Kieran Dowell and Callum Connolly um, highly rated, United were sniffing around him um, but Everton look to have uh, won the race and I think, you know, Everton have got a lot of talented young forwards but I think Bunsey um, um, and
0: Joe Royal have looked at Calvert Lewin and, and and think this this kid could have a future at first team level. Cause that, I think this is the type of deal. I mean, we've done a couple of deals like this, haven't we? The clubs, well mm-hmm. with Barnsley, of going down. You know, the Delhi Alley type thing. you yeah. going down into the bottom three divisions or whatever. I'm looking at the, the best players from the yeah. Academy or yeah. just on on you know, the just gate. broken into the, the first yeah. team, maybe 20 20-30 games in the season and, and going in and paying maybe two, three million pounds for them. Um and you know, fortunately for us it, you know, the two deals we've done with Barnes, I have a look on face value work very well. One's obviously worked very well financing, the other yeah. one is you yeah. know, I think East Norgate's uh looks like a really talented player. And I think going forward, that's the type of deal you see a club like Everton doing a lot more. Especially when you talk about premiums and the amount of money you'd like that yeah. you're paying for transfer. Yeah. Interestingly, or, Robert Elston
2: referenced it in November's general meeting at the Philharmonic, didn't he? he said yeah. what this was obviously pre and He said what the TV money has done is allowed us to go and buy players like this. You know, spend a million quid, you know, two million quid on a, a lad that will go into the academy. But also now in the machinery Era, I think, and hopefully, you know, the signing of Dominic Calvert Lewin is a um, a sign that the club still take their academy seriously and they mm. won't just go and buy proven players. Obviously, look, we're in a period of pra- a transition where Ronald has gone and bought 26 27 year old players, Premier League experience, but the club's still got an eye on the future.
1: Yeah, interestingly, it hasn't worked with a forward player yet, though. That's the only we've well, as a good yeah. pedigree in bringing in defenders. But um, Basala Sambu, as well yes. obviously came yeah, in yeah. towards the end of last season, wasn't it? Or early this summer? Early this summer, yeah. From Coventry. Let's see if if one of those two, Basala or Dominic Calvert Lewin, do the business. The Sheffield United kids, I spoke to a guy this morning um, when
3: we were linked to them. He's a Sheffield United fan, home and away. And they, they're about, they gobsmacked how much you have to pay him for them. They, they they were like saying this, and he's nowhere near where that he may be potential in the future but he's not he's miles away from the first team at the premier league level I well, remember, let's wait and see i remember the
2: um, wasn't it the Barnesley manager it wasn't overly enthused that holgate had left said he'd left too soon hmm. similarly carl robinson mk dons at the time was disappointed and said Brendan's left too soon you know with respect to those two guys particularly yeah. i think those two proved them wrong yeah we're
0: not buying us to play in on uh, you know next home game? though, are we? <laughs> no, 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 no we well, don't know it. could be, you could be <laughs> our fault. Know, like, that be, <laughs> <an> <laughs> <adult>. that <laughs> be sad, you know. It could yeah, be our fault know, next know, week know, against Sunderland. But, but you know, we bought them to develop. but I, I think Greg's point is is, is 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 a fair one. Is that it is easy for you? And we spoke about this last year with Galloway, and we looking about the players who are coming, in, like Tys Brown. And it's easier, if, is younger, it's easier for younger players to break into the, the first team squad if you're a defender, isn't it? Than it yeah, is yeah, like it. Yeah. Yeah on a decent midfield playing Definitely. Yeah.
1: I mean, I suppose with, with Everton as well, as the window uh, ticks down, it's whether or not we're just going to be t- it's completely uh, railroaded by a name that hasn't been on the radar uh, yet at all. I, I don't know. I mean, you hear Jim White talking about these um, supposed texts he has with Farhad, <laughs> Farhad uh, Mashiri. Um, he's unbelievable, Tennessee. <laughs> Watch this space, yeah. and it's a crazy window. <laughs> it's insane up, uh, window. Insane yeah. window. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is a mad window. A billion. First billion pounds transfer window, but um, I'd like to hope Everton will will surprise us near near the end. But you know, equally, we've been here before with Everton, and it's not easy on deadline day doing business, is it? And a lot of it is down to luck and timing. I wouldn't be surprised. And listen, I really hope I'm wrong if 11 comes and goes, and and that's it. Gav, would you have settled for what has happened this summer so far regarding
3: uh, Sir Johnstone sold for 47.5 million? and the players bought in for approximately rounds about that same figure, would you have set up for that in the summer?
0: Um, assuming we don't buy anybody between yeah, now if and it's, If it's fam short right now, would you have set uh, up for that in the if, summer? I would have settled for it if the club has bought the players that they really wanted and we weren't prepared to, to, to waste money on somebody they didn't want just to, to make up the numbers. But, but as a spectator, I'm looking at the, the squad, I'd be disappointed if we didn't have it. Another striker, because the thing oh. that's being quite obvious that we've made. Yeah,
2: know. no, I agree with you. Well, I agree. So all I would say is, and look, I hope that something gets done between now and eleven. The the squad obviously isn't as strong. If, if we don't sign anybody, the squad it wouldn't be as strong as we would have hoped. But thinking about it rationally, as it stands now, is the squad at Ronald Koeman's disposal in
0: a better shape than he found it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's more balanced and it's got, like, a, moving towards a better... You know, m- my biggest moment last season was the age range of the team. I mean, too many young players, too many old players, not in that, not enough in that 24 to 29 age group. And mm. the players, it's no coincidence that the players that he's, he's brought in have, and are looking mm. at within in that age mm-hmm. group, Andy. So, I, I, I'd agree. Uh, I'd agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, and I think we have got a better squad. It's whether we can, you know... We want them to play better, yeah, better as well, don't we? You know, we want them what we did last season, not just have a better score, which we've shown that we can do that in the first three games. Um, but the striking one is is the one that worries me. If I,
1: I mean, if I said to you all now one name that you want Everton to do before the window shuts, um, for me it's pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, it's just Gabbiadini. Again, I'm not going to profess to know this lad inside mm. out, but it just shows you how desperate we are for an option, an alternative, some support for Rom, without anybody else on the horizon. Yeah. We, I mean, we've done an article on the Echo website earlier where uh, one of the lads on the sports test had a similar kind of idea. He said, look, a player off the radar or somebody who hasn't been mentioned yet who Everton might sign. Realistically. Realistically, yeah. Obviously not Messi and Neymar, what have yeah. you. Um, They've knocked his back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I suggested and maybe it's just stretching the far boundaries of credible. But I suggested trying to get Rashford on loan. Phil said maybe trying to get older Charlie Austin from Southampton. A few other shouts in the uh, Lacazette was Joe Rimmer said maybe go and break the bank for Lacazette. Yeah, maybe that's your, your marquee. But, I uh,
2: but I by the way I am just say I think Austin I can I'm surprised we haven't gone for. him. For me, yeah, he's a cheap. Fairly evaded. Yeah. I know it's Southampton and it's all that goes with going back to Southampton, yeah. but he's not starting. They look like they're changing the way they play, playing Redmond and Long, I think, up front or whatever with, under the new manager. I just think, you know, Coombe went and got him in January to do a job as backup to Pella. I just ticked all the boxes as backup for Romney in many respects, but, you know, I'm not the gaffer, am I?
3: I'd go for Hernandez. Xavi Hernandez, I think he'd be ideally suited. He's got his sore hand at the
0: moment.
2: Someone of that ilk,
0: a bit of pace up
2: front, goal poacher, because
3: we're going to need him. I think
0: that's
2: like, you would maybe see, again, don't profess to know a great deal about him, but Hernandez, quite similar to Lucas Perez, who we've missed out on, that that type of of
0: player. Yeah. Sturridge? (laughs) 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 Daniel (laughs) O'Dean. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Balotelli's gone spare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm to do without, thank you.
0: I mean, the other one that's been uh, being the legacy on the market at the moment is Fabricazzi. Mm. No chance. And and um, I don't know. If Steph, he I don't think. I don't does think enough. He, does, he doesn't do enough defensively. Does yeah, he yeah, that's what. That's what I mentioned it to the later today, and he said, you know, that whether he'd fit in McQueen and sort of work ethic and stuff I think like he'd that. Have and, arrow, yeah. he would tear his hair. I only say that because he was born on the day we won the title at Norwich, wasn't he? to say <laughs> that.
1: You know, yeah. I'll be disappointed if we don't well, as it looks like, very unlikely now that Lamine Coney doesn't come in because although I completely agree with you that really three centre backs, we can get through with that. Yeah, yeah, it's not definitely. the end of the world. But I just not for me to drop Jags. I wouldn't want to drop Jag Elk. I think he's started really well back yeah. to the Jag Elk we know and love. Um, but Certainly, having him as an option there. Definitely, him and Williams or Jags and, and him, or what? Such a powerful, um, you know, robust. We've got that already developing. You can, yeah. you can see that against Stoke, we didn't concede, but it would have been a great one. I and think. do you think
2: does, does that all factor into the um, perhaps a little bit more relaxed approach to finding another goalkeeper? Because say Steck got injured, Steckenberg got injured. Coomans would be going well. I've got better protection for Robles now than the previous manager had.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fair point. Although yeah, I haven't yeah. said
2: Good
1: that, point. Phil. Yeah, I yeah, completely agree. But we've really, <laughs> 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 really <laughs> needed to rely on moments from, from Steck oh, to, yeah, to get through drew, the game against yeah, Stoke.
3: Big saves. Big Match-winning match saves yeah. he's done. And I don't think Joel does enough of them. I really don't. I don't think yeah, he does I enough. Don't think, of them. He's had his moments I actually He has. Think,
2: but I actually don't think Robles, in shot-stopping, you know that term people say, <laughs> He's actually decent reflex, good, fairly agile in terms of of, of saving shots. It is ability to command the area, which but concerns yeah. me. But
0: that's not the question here. The, the question here is whether Stecklenberg is good enough to be. Certainly, the first question is is good enough to be first choice goalkeeper for foreseeable future. I think he is, I think he is. Is. From what he's shown so far, and whether, you know, yeah. he must
2: be
0: going mad, yeah. And in the short term, whether like you could get away with Rob Les and Rob Les behind a Ronald Coomer defense, maybe is a slightly less riskier option than a Robles behind a you know, the yeah. Martinez defense.
1: Yeah. Well, there we go, right? Thanks for listening. We will, um. Endeavour to get back together tomorrow, as if you haven't heard enough of us already. The but, special. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, when the big Gab's here. Now, we'll um, we'll go through what does and doesn't happen uh, in the next few hours, and we'll do a deadline post-deadline day special. But thanks for listening to this one, and fingers crossed for the next few hours that we go and get some big deals done.